Hey there, Donna Ashton here for some real talk. Honestly, I don't like working that much, but I do like to make a lot of money. And I'm here to help you work less and make more so you can have your dream business. To be the boss on your terms, work when you want, from where you want, and maybe take Fridays off. This show is for coaches, consultants, and experts who want to leverage their time, make a bigger impact, and earn more money without working harder. Here's what you'll get on my show. Successful entrepreneurs revealing their best tips for a laptop lifestyle, my strategy and tools for creating courses, and the latest marketing trends to get your course sold. Basically, stories of real people living their dream business who also have the freedom to enjoy it. Okay, welcome to the episode today. I am super excited to have on here not only um, an amazing businesswoman, but also a client and a friend, Whitney McDuff. So let me jump on here and introduce her. Whitney specializes in launching and building public speaker brands for authors, coaches, and professionals, as well as her expertise is in public relations. She basically helps you know what to say once you get out and out there in the media and on the big stages. So I am super pleased to introduce my amazing client friend and the speaker brand strategist, Whitney McDuff. Hello, everyone. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me, Donna. Yes. No, I'm so glad to have you. I know you already talked with me in the, you know, in an earlier episode and kind of interviewed me. So now I'm so glad to be doing um, reciprocating and, and really digging in because um, you are an amazing, like I said, amazing entrepreneur, businesswoman, and you've been um, like a star pupil <laughs> for me. <laughs> Um, over here. So if you want to just like talk a few minutes about what you do and who you help just to kind of give a little more information and then we'll kind of dive into some of the, uh, some of the background. Sure. So long story short, I help thought leaders, experts, and people with incredible stories monetize that knowledge and expertise through public speaking and PR. So I tackle everything from building a keynote that gets you booked, building the programs that sell on the back end, how to get in front of the opportunities that you need to get in front of, who you're speaking to for the highest value, all of those things that can overwhelm someone who either wants to be a speaker or is a speaker and can't break the threshold into going from free gigs to paid gigs and then going from paid gigs to five-figure gigs and making six figures all revolving around what's going on when you're stepping on stage and the same increasing your visibility through PR. So there are a ton of misconceptions about both industries and I really help people cut the path so they don't have to spend 20 years spinning their wheels and uh, you know looking back and being like really wish I'd known that sooner. Yeah. <laughs> I know I know you hear that a lot from clients. Oh yeah. I mean that's what it's all about, taking the shortcuts and like learning from the mistakes that we've made, right? Yes. In our own businesses and helping others get there a lot easier, a lot quicker, and with a lot more fun. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Fun's gotta be a big part of it. I know. And when it comes to fun, I know that's a big, that's a big piece for you. So tell me what, what drives you? Like, what is your big why for your business? What is your driver? So 
I have always believed this before I did this specifically. I've always been drawn to the impact that stories can make. From the time I was a little girl, I have, I've always been a writer. I've always been drawn to story. I'm very drawn to people, no matter who they are. I believe that every single person you come across has something to teach. And so it's just, it's really the perfect fit for me because I'm so energized by who I work with and I'm constantly learning, which I love. Like I'm a lifetime learner. Um, and just seeing people really step into their power and be able to transform other people's lives with what they know or what they learn through their own experience. It's just, it's so empowering for me to watch that and to learn those things. Like I feel like it's just very fulfilling work. And so anything that I can do to help these people that I know get to where they need to go, because normally when people come to me, they're very frustrated with like either who they've already worked with or they've been spinning in some cycle or they need the confidence and the roadmap to get something out there that they know is valuable to the world. And they're one of those people that's for 15 years has everybody's been sitting around the table. Like you've got to share this. You've got to tell the story. Like you need to do this or they've spent a lifetime in an industry and have all this knowledge and what I see over and over and over and over again. And I know you see this too, because you work with so many different kinds of, of business people and, and life people and whatever we so often underestimate our own knowledge and we assume that everyone knows what we know. So it's so easy to suffer from imposter syndrome. Be like, oh my God, who am I to help this person? Just about every person who comes to me was like, I just don't know if I know enough about this. I don't know if I'm the expert. And I'm like, you've been doing this for 20 years, you know? <laughs> what right. do you mean? Again and again and again. Yes. I mean, I, I'm guilty of that. Like you have coached me through my own stuff. I, we are all guilty of it in some capacity. And to be able to help someone confidently craft a roadmap to where they want to go and then see that come to fruition. I mean, it, it just, it lights me up. I just love it. I feel like I'm fulfilling my purpose in that. I can hear it, the passion in your voice. <laughs> I, know. I just, I mean, just what, just since I got to know you the past year and a half or so it's, it, you know, I, I, and you know, you, you are like this beacon, you know, and you are, you're like the Pied Piper and everybody's kind of following you around and you're this light. No, for real though, you really have, um, and you can tell that you really mean it. You know, you're not just blown smoke. Like it's really your, your gift and your, your driver. So I like to hear what drives people into doing what they do and what they're really, you know, sometimes like we, we were just saying before we started the recording, it's not all sunshine and butterflies all the time, right? That's the truth. That so is the truth. you have to have that reason to keep you going, to keep you motivated. And I know you've got, some young kids at home as well too. That, Absolutely. Um, you know, the, I mean, they, they are the ultimate drive. It's yeah. really, you know, what is my legacy? Like, what am I building for them? And how am I showing them every day that everyone does have value? Yeah. That you don't have to be the loudest, most sparkly thing in the room that's ironic considering what I'm wearing. <laughs> if you cannot see me because you're listening to the podcast, I am constantly wearing 700 pieces of jewelry. So uh, you can hear me long before I walk into a room because I'm jingling Jingle. like a dog. 
<laughs> but um, just to show them the, the power of their own story. Yeah. And when you own that, the world is your oyster. I mean, we are all like perfectly designed with these experiences and these incredible pieces of knowledge we've picked up along the way. And I believe that if you have a story or a piece of information that can make someone's life better, it is your obligation to share that. Like that is what this is about. Like we're all moving through this together. Nobody knows everything. So why don't we just all help each other cut the path right. to where we want to be? Amazing. Yeah. Mic drop. Like we can stop now. <laughs> Good to see everyone. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, it's so true. And it's a very powerful words. And um, I'm glad that you're here doing that because like you said, there's so many people who don't feel that what they have to say means anything or is powerful. And sometimes, like you said, it's not that thing where they're the biggest influencer with millions of followers, but it could be someone that says one thing and changes one person's life or one thing that, you know, changes the path to someone else or motivates someone else or changes someone from doing something they shouldn't do to something else that empowers them in some way. So all voices, big and small, really. Absolutely. Is and, you know, when you think about it, I mean, let's talk about the major influencers. They all, their whole life and brand and business, all of it, from the speaker you see at a five-person Rotary Club meeting to Tony Robbins, their story all starts with the little moments with people and what impacted them. Like everything starts somewhere. And those are the things that people don't understand because we so often get caught up in the comparison game. It's like, you have to start somewhere. Yeah. So every single day that you wait just makes the journey that much longer. Like live into your purpose, step into this. You, you know what you're doing. And I, I mean, you coach people through that all the time, including me. I mean, <laughs> which is brings me to the next question. <laughs> when did you feel it was time to, to leverage your business? Like what was, did something happen or where were you? I know where you were when I met you, but what got you there? What, what made you finally say, I have to do something? It, like as far as scaling? Yeah. To say, I've got to do something different and, and scale and leverage what I'm doing one-to-one. So... One was a time factor. It had been on my mind because I knew that I wanted to impact as many people as I could. There are only 24 hours in a day. And my priority is the relationships in my life. And while that includes clients, of course it does. I'm obsessed with my clients. I think that's part of why people like working with me. Like I, I'm crazy about them. Like, and they know that. So it includes that, but I have a two children. I have a husband, I have brothers and a father and all of these other things that create a fulfilling life. Um, so it had been on my mind, but what really happened and doesn't it always happen like this? Uh, it was what initially started off as a disaster. Um, that put my back against the wall and helped me see the possibilities that you had been talking about for months. I mean, you, you knew my skill set and you knew what was going on and how I was working with people. And I was so naive 
to the whole online course world. And we talked about a couple weeks ago, but just thought it was a crock. Like, okay. Oh, oh, there's sure. coaches. Sure. Okay. Oh, you can do this in your bathrobe. Yeah, that's fun. Like just had that whole thing <clears throat> that you carried too before. Yeah. We talked about it. You became. Sure, people make all of that, make $30,000 a month or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. Just craziness. Um, but when COVID hit, I, obviously I work in the public speaking industry. Uh, so that was one of the first things to go when you cannot be in public. Um, yes, that could be a bad thing for your business. It was horrifying. And I lost 60% of my income in eight days. I mean, every, it was a trickle down effect, like with everybody else, like my clients freaked. Yeah. I was freaking, I was freaking on my vendors. It was just like, yeah. And it was just a perfect collision of I had literally been 48 hours out of your conference yes yes. and I mean the timing could not have been better and it was like it's, it's time to go like get over your imposter syndrome get over putting this on the back burner I asked people that had expressed interest in wanting to work with me you know what did you what did they want what did they feel like they needed and um I built it into a course with you and it essentially ended up saving my business. Um, and it has completely opened my eyes to a whole new stream of revenue. It's something that I continue to build things, you know, you and I continue to, to work together and mm, it's just been so eye opening. Yeah. but I, I was a total skeptic. I was a skeptic until I woke up one morning and opened my bank account and was like, oh, cool. Like, here it is. <laughs> here it is. Okay. This is real. Like, yeah, the reality hit. Mm-hmm. And then to see, I think so much, and this was imposter syndrome too. Like, am I going to be as effective if I'm doing things digitally? Like, isn't everything supposed to be in person? All of these things that everybody in my industry was kind of freaking out about. Yeah. But the reality is people want and need the information. And if you are providing them with the outcomes that they want, it doesn't matter if I'm six feet away from you or a screen or whatever. Like if I can create a successful course about public speaking in the middle of a global pandemic, like I mean, pretty much everybody else can too. I mean, my industry got hit terribly. This and event planners, I'm food and Bev. I mean, we just got smashed. Yeah. And when did you launch your course was like May, April. When did you launch out your beta? Um, May and it started in June. Um, but it was just a lot of taking the leap before I felt like I was ready and realizing I'm never going to feel like I'm ready. So let's just go. I'm so glad you said that because I feel, I hear this all the time. I'm not ready. I don't know if it's the right timing. There's always these things, right? We're we're never ready if we have never done it before. You're not going to be ready. It's not like suddenly you're just going to wake up and go, today's the day I'm ready to make my course. I mean, (laughs) I feel prepared now. I mean, until you, you know, if you're doing something outside the box, and for you, it was outside the box. You know, I remember oh, you at my event asking a lot of questions about how does this work and how do I, 
take my 75 modules and cram them down into eight modules, <laughs> whatever, you know, like, how do I do that? And until you do it, you know, it's just like, um, you know, I don't know how the electricity works in my office, right. but I know I can turn the lights on and off and I know I can unscrew the light bulb and screw it back in when it burns out, but I don't have to know everything on how to do it. You know, I just do what I have to do. And if you've got someone showing you how to do it, you don't necessarily have to be ready or whatever. I mean, you, I mean, you have to be open to it and want to do it, right? Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, it's, it's going to be a little scary no matter what we do. It's just like the first day at school or the first day at work or the first day at anything. The first time you went and did a live, right? Or the first time you did a video, right. it's like, <laughs> right? Well, and that's, you know, and I think Same that's with you, I'm sure, right? so <laughs> important, like, because I coach people through that fear all the time in uh -huh. the public speaking sector. and if I were talking to myself, I'd be like, Whitney, what, what are you doing? Like, stop this, stop this, get out of your head. You are being so silly, but that's why it's important to have someone on the outside. Cause we can't always see that. Right. And everyone in some capacity deals with imposter syndrome at some point in their life. And because I was not an expert at online courses, I was like, well, I mean, I, I'm not going to do one. I, I, what is this? But it's like, no, hire a coach, get a guide, like put the thing together, release it. Um, it just now looking back, it seems like such a no brainer. Yeah. But in the moment, I mean, you know, I well, thought you could nail the whole way. You're busy. You were so busy. I mean, I think, and that's what happens. We get so busy with our clients and there's, there's so many things going on and you had a lot of things going on you know, a lot of challenges. We all have crazy things that happen in our lives. And, you know, even now with COVID, you know, it's still, it's not over. It kind of feels like it's kind of headed that way, but who knows? Like tomorrow it could be something else. But I mean, the thing I've learned more than anything is that um, you've got to have another something else. Like, you, because I think that's what we all have learned from this is like putting all our eggs in one basket. And suddenly a lot of the was ripped away, you know, right. like you said, in just days, suddenly everything just changed. And, you know, for me, it didn't change that much. It was sort of like business as usual, but I mean, right. it was, but it wasn't because of course there was still things on the outside that were all different. I'm just like, well, I'm still sitting here in my little office doing my own thing. Like I always working online. Like I have been for the last decade. <laughs> But, Meanwhile, I mean, the rest of the world's like, how do we work Zoom? Yeah, I know. And I'm like, oh, I've been doing Zoom for about five years now. <laughs> well, you know, but, you know, then it was like, you know, just tapping into and trying to help other people, you know, kind of move forward. But, um, you know, having a, a, another income stream, having something else, you know, if you get sick or you got COVID or something mm -hmm. happens to you, you know, can you, what happens then? You know, if you don't show up to coach, you know, you don't show up to do the things, then at least you have something over here that you can say, great, I've got something already packaged up that I can just keep selling and keep selling and have something on the side that, that rolls. Absolutely. And you know, the thing is that I, I don't think I realized at the moment either, it seems like, because I didn't know that landscape, it seemed so overwhelming at the time, but like going through the process, it wasn't. And then it's like, it's already built. You're done. You're yeah. There's done. a little time of focusing yeah, but it, I mean, that's a thing. I mean, hopefully that's why you hired me because I already have like, do this, do this, do this, do this. Mm -hmm. And I, I always say, you know, if you, 
if you try to figure it on your own, it's twice as hard because first you have to figure out what to do and then you twice have to Twice as hard. Donna, I'd still be trying to figure out how to create module one. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that's a coach. It. it kind of falls back to the, am I ready? Can I, can I navigate the tech and, you know, and all of that. But I mean, the tech is out there now and I hopefully people are at least getting a little bit over that now with all the Zoom and, and they're like, oh, it's not as bad. It's just like anything. Remember when smartphones came out, nobody could right. figure out how to use them. <laughs> I clung to my BlackBerry for I did too. many years. <laughs> many years. <laughs> I'm slow to, slow to shift. But I mean, eventually we, we move on. So, um, well, I'm glad you made it through and you, and you were, you know, ready to kind of finally say, okay, I can't continue going. I have to do something or I really want this to work because now look at the people that you've touched in a different way, you know, and they've come through your, your course and I'm sure you're going to go on to sell a lot more of them. Um, so tell me about an epic fail in your business that, that, that did maybe shake things up for you or something you learned you know, a, a lesson you learned from, from what happened. Maybe this was it. I don't I'm know. Probably waiting so long to build an online course would come to mind right now. It was a learning lesson that really gave me the confidence to go forward and trusting my gut. I did not leave a work situation to start my own business soon enough. It, it was there in the back of my head. And like, it was like everything in the world. It's like, this is what you need to do. And again, it's that fear. Like, I, I don't know the outcome. I don't know what's going on here. Like if I had known, like not only the, I, you know, I was capped out on my income in that role. Absolutely love the people that I work with. It was not work that fulfilled me. Like from income to fulfilling your purpose to learning so much about myself, like I am more disciplined now than I have ever been. And I think that stems from you're it. I mean, I'm the ship. If the <laughs> ship goes down, that's it. Like, so, and I'm so much more purpose driven because I've shifted from thinking about a paycheck to a legacy and once that shifts you can't ever go back it's like pandora's box is opened here we go and i i wouldn't call it a mistake i i think the mistake was not trusting my gut and succumbing to fear for so long because i think now like wow well where would i be if i had done that two years before i did Wow. So and it's fear, having the security, is it like, was it like, I don't know if I want to take the leap. Can I do it? Or yeah, a am I capable? Like, money? like it's nice to have a, a steady income paycheck. Oh, yeah. In. yeah. Sure. Of course that's comfortable. And, you know, am I smart enough to do this? I've never run a business. Everyone that I'm surrounding myself with is better than me, which at the time intimidated me. And now I'm like, if I'm the smartest person in the room, I'm in the wrong room. Right. So I am constantly trying to get uncomfortable because I have realized I was so uncomfortable with growth before and I was stuck. Yeah. And I didn't realize it until I got super uncomfortable and unstuck and started like walking into my purpose. And now it's like, no matter there's stresses that come with everything. Right. But 
the stress is different now because it's just, it's just constant growth, which is well fulfillment comes. And I think that would be the mistake that I really like from my own lesson. If someone is thinking about this and just truly driven from within to do something, you go all in, do it, like go all in. And I so admire people that can walk through that part of the journey, just super confident about everything that's going on. Because I was definitely like, oh my God. I, I, and it's, it's dumb stuff too. It's right. Well, what is my, what's my logo going to look like? It's like, <laughs> oh my God, you fool. Like, but people obsess about that stuff. <laughs> like just things that absolutely, they matter from like a branding perspective, but when you're building a business, like that is not the first thing you need to be thinking about. But we get in our own heads, we get it. Our brains don't like it, right? Like we want to stay safe and secure. And if we start to step outside the box, you know, our brains quickly shut that box back. What happens if, or what are you going to do? Or like you said, what about my logo? Or will everyone think, or what if I can't do it? And but if I fail and it, it's hard, it, you are kind of fighting against yourself when it comes to, to this. And that's, that's a hard thing to do. And especially if you're leaving a, a lucrative job or you're the, you're, you're the breadwinner, you know, and you have to jump into something. But I think I, I totally agree with you. And, and I, and I've you know, done enough personal development, business development, just become a mom and a, an entrepreneur and you're just set. I mean, because that'll do it for you. <laughs> But I truly believe that if we do have a desire inside of us, that it's put there for a reason and it wouldn't be there if you couldn't achieve it. Yeah. God, that's such a good You didn't point. have the way to get there. You wouldn't be wanting it. You know, I think that you wouldn't have it if you didn't know how to do it. Even if you don't believe it right now, it's there. And you just, sometimes you just need someone to believe in you and hold that space until you move out of that fear. And, and again, like sometimes you just have to jump in. I had this uh, mentor years and years ago when I first way back, I don't even know, probably 2010 or 12 or something. <laughs> and she was like, if you, and I don't know, at first I was kind of like, when I heard it, I thought, but she said, if you're not scared every day, then you're not doing big enough stuff. And I thought, oh my God, I don't know if I want to walk around being scared every day. But I, it took me a while to understand what she meant. And it's just yep. by the if you're not like pushing yourself a little bit, not that you have to be walking around, you know, crazy, but you've got to push a little bit and, and everyone has a different level of what that is. And I think like you say, we all have different stuff that comes up. I was like, Oh, I'm just going to jump in and do stuff, but you know, and not thinking so much about what's going to happen or whatever. But then um, I, you know, I have my own issues that I have to deal with the things that come up like, Oh my gosh, what if I can't pay the bills? Or, you know, what if, you know, works too well. That's been a, an issue that I've had to w- deal with, like the fear of success. Like, oh, what absolutely. I start getting too many clients, you know, and that's like, you know, it's, it sounds ridiculous, but it is, it's, it's true. So we it's all so have true. stuff. We all yeah, have, I, you know, I think I've never been more uncomfortable and never been more fulfilled than I am doing what I'm doing now. Yeah. And I would choose this any day of the week over the safety of, yeah. well, I know exactly what I'm getting into. I know exactly what's coming in the bank because I, it, you just, you just cap, 
you, yeah. you cap financially, you cap emotionally, you everything. You, yeah. you have to grow. And I'm not saying entrepreneurship may not be the way that someone grows. It may be that you're working for someone. That's awesome. But the point is, if you're not getting uncomfortable, you need to really evaluate what you're doing because you're not, you're not growing. Yeah. And I think if you're even listening to this podcast, that you're probably one of those people that no matter how you try to shrink yourself down into a little box and like me, no matter how much I wish I could just go work at Walmart and be happy with that <laughs> sometimes, I know I could never do it, you know? So if you try to shrink yourself down to match your fear, you know, it's, you, you can't, it'll come back up. It's going to keep coming back around. It's like that mm -hmm. dream that we keep trying to stuff down because we're scared or we don't know and, and all of that, but it just keeps resurfacing and resurfacing. And I think it's, it's there for a reason. And if Absolutely. You, don't, you don't let it come out in some way, you're, you're like, you're not fulfilling, you know, your purpose, like why you're here. Like you say it's scary, but I'm doing it. And I love every minute of it scared or not. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and that's the difference, right? In, in high achievers and not, it's not any less fear. I mean, I work with people at the absolute top of their game all around the country and they have the same stuff too. But the difference is in a high achiever and someone who is mediocre is that the high achiever does it anyway. Yeah. And, and that's the ultimate thing. It's, it's not being unafraid. Everyone is. It's yeah. just going anyway. Yeah. Well, then so. that leads into the next thing. So what, what would you say is your superpower when it comes to your business? It's hard, right? We can't see our own superpowers. <laughs> What's your superpower specialty? Like, what would you say is a, yeah, I know you probably have a wide range and I think most of us have this, we can do all this stuff, but what's that thing that really makes you? So the non-tangible superpower that I'm told I have is my enthusiasm. I think it is the Pied Piper. <laughs> it's infectious to my clients and I think it provides them with the confidence that they may need to step through something that they may not want to because I genuinely, genuinely care. I genuinely think that they can do what we're trying to build and I think that helps them along. So that's kind of the intangible thing. Yeah, well, um, it's something that not everyone has <laughs> by far. And, you know, I mean, my thing is, I don't want to work with somebody who's not jacked about me. I mean, you know, nobody wants to work with somebody who treats you like, eh. Yeah. So, um, and I know the people that work with me, it's, and people don't understand this about public speaking and PR and people that are in the public eye because they seem extroverted and they're up on stage. People think that they just have this armor and that, and that's it. But the reality is like the people that come to me to work with me, it's a very vulnerable mm -hmm. space. Yeah. And basically what you're saying is Whitney, I think that I have the knowledge or the life story to put out there on stage. And like, I really appreciate that because I know how scary it is to be vulnerable. Like I'm a creative person. It's no different than like when I put up a piece of art or when I released a children's book, I mean, I was scared to death. Like I'm putting my heart out there. Yeah. What if somebody shoots this down and hates it? I mean, my clients are dealing with that all the time. And I think I really empathize with that. And I think that comes across in the work we do together, but the tangible thing, um, I feel like I am really, really good at getting to the point of what somebody wants to hear. So if it's somebody's brand, 
let's cut the BS. What is going to get you visible and get you where you need to be? And let's narrow that language down. I've been a writer my whole life. I've been a content strategist forever. What is it that makes you unique that is going to put you up on stage, put you in front of the TV screen, put you in front of person XYZ that's going to move your brand forward? Let's narrow it down because people have a tendency to either not say enough or talk way too much about what they're doing. And it's like, let's just cut all the BS here. Like, let's get to the point. That's a super deal because if they're, yeah, and when you're on stage, you sometimes you only have 10 minutes or, you know, you've got to get to the point or you've already lost your audience. So it's important to have that focused and it's what makes them stand out. And I mean, that's in life too, Donna. I mean, this is about presentation in general. Yeah. Because you're always, you're always selling yourself. Like it is a first impression in a meeting on stage, it doesn't matter where it is. If you cannot succinctly say your purpose and how you can help someone get to where they need to go, like you're out. People just don't have the attention span. Oh, they don't. I think they don't. <laughs> Online, it's like you've got seconds, you know, to grab someone's attention and they're they're on to something else. Absolutely. Um, okay, so let's just wind it down. One last question is: Was there a moment, or maybe when you launched your course, or last spring or any time, was there a moment in your business that you realized that this whole work less, make more approach was real and, and, and was working for you? Can you think of a time or some little piece, like I said, let's got a moment or a realization of some type. Well, there's two moments really that kind of go together. One was when I launched the online course and saw firsthand the the financial impact, but then the imposter syndrome comes back in. It's like, oh my God, well, what if this, what if this doesn't go well? And the second piece of that was the end of the course. When I'm getting feedback from people, you changed my life. This is totally redirected where I'm going. It was such a like, oh, oh, I can breathe now. Like, oh, we did it. Great. Okay. Now I'm doing it. Yeah. It, it was a totally tandem thing because it's like, and that's the thing with growth, right? You never really get there. The, the goalpost always moves. Right. Um, but it, it was such a relief to know that my fear of not being as effective online as I was in person totally got obliterated by the feedback. And so Amazing. the lesson, again, for everyone, everywhere, every day. <laughs> Get out of your own way, folks. Get out of your own way. <laughs> if only it was that easy, right? <laughs> if we'd only listen to ourselves. Exactly. I'm going to like tattoo that on my forehead. That's a good look in the mirror. A good link. Okay. So it's been great to have you on here and kind of shine a light on your expertise. Um, where can people connect with you or, or what have you got for us to kind of um, hook up and learn more if they want to check out your course or what Whitney McDuff does. Yeah, absolutely. So WhitneyMcDuff.com is the easiest place to find all of that. Um, I actually offer the online course there. You can connect with me to ask any questions, work one-on-one, connect with me on Facebook, um, Whitney McDuff. I think I'm the only one on Facebook. We'll put it in the show notes for you. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. Instagram, Whitney McDuff. I'm Whitney McDuff everywhere. So Okay. Come find me. I'm the one with all the jewelry on. 
<laughs> okay, if you guys can't see, she's got a beautiful, sparkly, blingy necklace, and she always is glowing. And that's not just from the jewelry, but it's also from her personality and her, so her fun. Oh, you're so sweet. All right. Thank you so much, Whitney. This was amazing. Love to hear about your success and your course, of course, but also just like getting and digging inside your business and what drives you. So I appreciate it. Thanks so much for dropping in and spending time with me. Does your dream of working less seem a bit closer after that episode? Mine does. And I hope you got some juicy nuggets to inspire and move you closer to your goals. And if you're wondering if you are ready to do this, hop over and take the Create Your Course quiz for instant results on your next step in the course process, createyourcoursequiz.com. Check the show notes for all the links at DonnaAshton.com forward slash podcast. Before you go, if you enjoyed the conversation, make sure to subscribe to the show to get new episodes each Thursday as they come out. And if you're on the Apple Podcast app and want to leave us a quick review and some love, that will help spread the word to motivate others to work less and make more.